Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But dang, I want somebody. And I be sad about it. And guess what? It is okay. Let people, let single people be sad. Yo, party people, it is Ashley of Single Woman Chronicles, where I encourage single women to be their best selves through healing and avoiding certain pitfalls in dating, love, and relationships. And today's episode is brought to you by my book, How to X Your Ex, A Guide to Getting Past Unhealthy Relationships. It's time to end the agonizing cycle of unhealthy relationships. Most people struggle with breakups because they just don't know how to start the healing process. How to X Your Ex is a step-by-step guide on moving past unhealthy relationships. Renew your strength and find happiness by walking away from relationships that no longer serve you start fresh by exing your ex learn how to stop the overwhelming thoughts of your ex get rid of the feelings of regret and shame eliminate the crushing feelings of rejection be at peace with your decision to leave and be hopeful that there is better out there for you you guys can get this book at amazon books on google play apple books and on audible if you really don't like reading you want to listen so yes Today's episode, although it is entitled, let single people just be sad. Like, let us just be sad. Can we just feel our feelings? But I'm really going to be touching a few different things. But I just wanted that to be the title because I feel like people need to understand that. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm so sick of people trying to give me advice on how I feel about where I am in my life. And I (laughs) think... I've been saying this a lot lately to people around me, but we are in this weird space in society where therapy just got introduced in 2020. Like, well, I can't say just got introduced. Therapy just became popular and more accepted, especially like in the black community. So like people are going to therapy, people are getting in touch with their feelings. People are um just being more free and open but the issue with that is a lot of people think just because they've gone to therapy once that they can give advice to everybody and tell everybody how they need to feel and encourage them by using the therapy terms that they may have read on the in a book or heard their therapist say or you know saw it on tv somewhere or on tiktok somewhere And so instead of just allowing people to vent, just allowing people to feel how they feel, people will be under your comments. Or if I say, for example, hey, I'm sad today because of such and such, people's default is, oh, if you just do X, Y, and Z, then you'll feel better. What if I don't want to feel better? What if I want to be sad? I can be sad. Sometimes you can just be sad about things. Like you're not going to wake up every day and be happy. And that's really okay. I just wish people would understand that. So <laughs> I, I'm i already on a tangent, but the reason I even came up with this whole topic was, so I posted a video on TikTok about um, just being sad of another dating disappointment. Um, I posted it on Instagram too, but the comment came from TikTok and a young lady, I know she didn't mean it 
like in a malicious way at all. But I basically was like, hey, you know, I'm tired of dating disappointments. Um, what did I say? Um, but God was telling me to that he's not saying no to my desire. He's just, um, he's still saying yes to me wanting marriage. He's just saying no to these people. And this young lady commented underneath the post and was like, you know, dating is, for, dating is for data. And if you just realize that, then you won't be sad. That is a lie. <laughs> like, that is a lie. You cannot apply logic to emotional situations and think just by switching your perspective that you're automatically going to feel better. You're not. You still need time to process and feel. Sometimes you just going to feel regardless to if you want to or not. Like, and I think we want to, we want everyone to always be happy and to always be on the up and up, but that's just not reality. If you guys don't know, I have a master's in positive psychology, which is the study of positive emotions. And I literally took a class on happiness, on cultivating happiness. And one of the first lessons in cultivating happiness is you will not be happy every single day. There is nobody walking this earth that is happy every single day because sometimes we actually need negative emotion. We need negative emotion to fuel us to do better in many cases. For example, say say you took a test and you failed. If you're happy about failing, you're going to continue to fail. But you need that negative emotion in order to motivate yourself out of that point, right? So we have to just... Be okay with being sad sometimes. And because I'm single, for some reason, if I'm not super happy about it, I'm not super content, I'm not out here telling folks, oh yeah, you know, single is the bomb. I'm out here living my best life and blah, blah, blah. Be that as it may, I am, because I'm outside and I'm. it's fun, you know, sometimes. But I do have moments in my life where I am sad about it. I am sad about the wait. I am sad that I have yet to meet my person. I am sad that I can't have moments where I get off work and I can just go and lay on his chest. I'm sad about that sometimes. And I think that is okay. Stop telling people to feel better about things when sometimes they're just having a moment of sadness. That is okay to be sad. Let single people be sad. <laughs> like, why we gotta be happy all the time? No, it's not. A Even people... If you're married and your spouse does something and it upsets you, I'm not going to tell you, well, you need to be happy because you have a man and you're married. No, be sad if it makes you sad. <laughs> but yeah, it just, it just, um, it doesn't frustrate me. I just, I don't like how in this space of content creation, okay, I'm a content creator, right? But as a woman, most of the content creators who speak, on dating and relationships are men. It's a lot of men telling women what to do from a logical standpoint, but no one is really speaking from the emotional point of view of a woman. We are not wired like men. So a lot of times you can give us the advice, we can apply the advice, but we can still feel how we feel. We're still going to be sad about certain situations. Like me applying the advice of cutting someone off because they're not giving me what I need. 
okay, yes, I applied the advice. I cut this person off, but guess what? I still got to grieve that this situation didn't go how I wanted it to go. And that is okay. It is okay for me to be sad about somebody if they were good for me or, what, or weren't good for me. Like, it's been several situations where you know that someone isn't good for you, but even them leaving your life still sparks a negative emotion. You still feel that. And I think that is just okay. <laughs> so this is a safe space. It's okay, people, to be sad. It's all right to grieve people if they were good for you or if they weren't good for you. It is hard out here. Let me tell y'all something. It is many days where I just want to settle. I'm not, I'm not, what? I ain't gonna lie to y'all. It's many days where I just want to settle. What I mean by settle is date someone who I know I probably wouldn't marry just for the instant gratification to quench a feeling of loneliness or frustration. It is several days where I want to do that. But because I know I will be going backwards because I know that in the end, I still will feel something that something is missing. I don't do that. And the discipline it takes for me to say no to these people who are convenient, who are low hanging fruit in a sense, it's hard. It's hard saying no to that. And I have moments where I am sad, where I do be like, man, I keep saying no to all these people, but dang, I want somebody and I be sad about it. And guess what? It is okay. Let people, let single people be sad. Let us be sad. Leave us alone. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jesus Christ. Huh. Yeah, I just went on a tangent. But yeah, that just really bothered me this weekend when that happened. But in other news, something else that, that uh, really hit me over the weekend. So I don't know if you guys watch Ready to Love, but I've been a Ready to Love fan since the beginning. I really haven't watched the latest seasons because I'm kind of tired of dating shows because I just feel like the producers make it more drama and less love. And I want to see more love and less drama, but that's just me. I want peace, but I know with the ratings and stuff, you got to do what you got to do. Anyway, there was a couple on there, Rashid and Simone. And over the weekend, they supposedly broke up. I say supposedly, cause I just saw another post saying they're back together. I don't know what's going on, but that's not the point of what I'm trying to say. So Rashid went on his podcast and was talking about, why they broke up and how he has an issue with managing money. So he's in a lot of debt and he's been lying to her about it, et cetera, et cetera. But he was coming out and just talking about how he's been lying to the internet for so long, trying to be someone he's not for acceptance because in his childhood, he got rejected so many times. So he was saying that the watch he was wearing was fake because it was a Rolex. He was wearing a fake Rolex. Um, the cars that he drives, like, is not even in his name. His house is in his mom's name. He was just, like, really going in about how he been capping this whole time. And I respect him for, like, being that honest. And that really made me realize that folks be out here lying. Like, folks really, for real, be out here lying on Al Gore's internet, on Beyonce's TikTok, on Rihanna's Instagram. Folks be out here lying. And it's not funny what he got, um, what he did, that, like his vulnerability. I love that. I'm laughing because 
we people who don't be lying will really sit up here and beat ourselves up for not being further along than we are because we're comparing ourselves to people who be out here lying. Okay. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret. It's this thing that's been going around and it pisses me off every time I see it because I know they are lying. Okay. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, two, two things. One, the people who go and get multiple surgeries and then do weight loss programs. Come to the front of the table, Miss Ari Fletcher. I like Ari. I think she's gorgeous. I think she a baddie. I don't care about her having surgery. What I do care about is you constantly having surgery, not and then promoting a 30-day weight loss program. Baby, I don't trust it. Because I know I'm still not going to look like you at the end because I haven't gone under the knife. And that's not my body type. We got to understand that we all were built differently. So no matter how much work I do in the gym, I will never be shaped like certain people because I'm not shaped like certain people. And I'm definitely not shaped like the women who go under the knife. And I'm 100% okay with that. But what I'm saying is stop lying out here. Like, stop promoting that. I would rather Ari Fletcher promote a BBL maintenance workout. That would make more sense to me. I think that's an untapped market. I don't know why y'all not tapping into that market. Ain't nobody did a BBL maintenance workout program. I think that is necessary because you can get money out here, even if the women go on it or not. But think about it. You go under this knife. I don't know how long it take them to heal because they be having to wear that little thing and then you come out and you you cool before you went in you never really worked out and then now you see you gaining weight and then you're like dang what should i do the bbl maintenance girl be like hey i got my bbl in 2017 and look at me i still look good i ain't even going under the knife again come work out with me let me help you maintain your bbl why are you couldn't do that that make more sense, right? That's just my opinion. Y'all ain't got to like it. That's all I'm saying. Another thing that's been pissing me off. There has been, <laughs> and this, it makes me laugh because I'm an author. I have several books online. I have several eBooks online. Um, there have been these people who are like, oh, lazy side hustle. A lazy side hustle is get chat gpt ai to write your ebook and you can make money in your sleep let me tell you something i'm trying not to cuss they's lying to you and let me tell you why they lying to you they lying to you because you can make the book all day but it ain't gonna sell itself it's not gonna sell itself baby you got so much competition you gotta understand book marketing you gotta understand keywords you gotta understand blending in with the market on your book cover you got to understand promotions. You got to sell this book. This book don't sell itself. It don't. 
I don't care how much they lying to y'all. This book don't sell itself. A lot of these books that are at the top, they're sponsored. Guess what? They're sponsored ads through Amazon ads. Guess what you need to do to have Amazon ads? You need to understand how to use it because you can't just go on there and think, oh, I'm going to do these Amazon ads and they're going to pop. No, you got to even study Amazon ad marketing. I studied it and it was like literally like a 30 day course and it was very helpful, but I had to test it out. I did make some money through the Amazon, but I spent a lot of money too. I spent <laughs> a good bit. But all I'm saying is they lying to y'all. It's a lot of these folks out here capping. And this weekend, seeing all these folks out here lying to us, I realized that I really got to stop being so hard on myself because I'm not a liar. I'm not about to get on here on Al Gore's internet, on Beyonce's TikTok, on Rihanna's Instagram, and come out here and tell y'all, oh, in 30 days, I can do this for you. Book me as a coach for three fifty an hour. I'm not doing that. Like I'm just, I don't have it in me. The integrity that I have, I, I can't do it. I can only offer you what I know I can deliver. And these folks is out here lying and I'm tired of it. So I just wanted to let y'all know these folks is lying. <laughs> like, especially on the book marketing, the ebook, they is lying. Okay. Cause it's not like, it's not a lazy way to make a side hustle. You'd be better off Uber eats. You'd be better off doing Uber. You'd be better off lifting, honey. Because no. Okay. <laughs> and I want to close with this last and final thing. What is anchoring you? What right now are you putting your hope in? What are you hoping for? What is driving your actions? The reason I ask this is, me and God been talking, I talk about, you know, our relationship lately, and he just really been giving me a whole bunch of revelations. And the scripture of my life right now, which has been since January is, it's in Isaiah, I don't know the exact chapter, but forget the former things, do not dwell on the past, for I am doing a new thing. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. This is God telling me that I need to forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. And... That is specifically to my love life and also to my career. I've had so many bumps in the road with both that I've realized that I have been anchored in my past. I have been anchored in disappointments for my past. So I am having a hard time not dwelling on my past because many of my actions are from me actually looking at my past and saying, oh, it didn't work out now, so I'm, it's not going to work out. It didn't work out then, so it's probably not going to work out now, so let me make this move instead of just leaping as if I have a fresh, you know, a fresh slate, um, like I've been renewed. So I realized that we have to really check ourselves sometimes and ask ourselves, like, what's anchoring us? Are we anchored in hope? Are we anchored in fear? Are we anchored in disappointment? Are we anchored in bitterness? Like, what is leading us? What is guiding our actions? Because that's going to say a lot about your success. That's going to, it's going to determine the actions that you take down to the smallest stuff. I'm going to give y'all an example, the smallest stuff. So I have, I grew up single mom household. We were, we were like low income, grew up on governmental housings. I don't know if you know about hood. I grew up on hood. Um, I've been homeless before me and my family. Like we've had nights, but we literally went to bed hungry because we didn't have the money. And 
you know, I'm, I come from that fear of I can go there again. I can be poor again, which is wild because even if I got down to my last, I have so many friends and family that wouldn't allow me to be poor, but it's still that fear in me that I'm fighting lack. I'm always fighting lack within my heart. So it's really hard for me to operate from abundance when I'm always thinking about, okay, I have to think lack, 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 right? So yesterday I went, this whole weekend was very, very <laughs> busy for me. I'm recording this on a Monday. Um, over the weekend, I had several birthday event events. I'm very sick of us who were born in June. It's just too many. Happy birthday to my dog. June 25th was his birthday. Um, he turned 13. And it's just too many of us. <laughs> I didn't realize. So now, because I'm like, when did I amass all these friends with June birthdays? Y'all need to leave me alone. Anyway, so yesterday... I got invited to a brunch last minute. So I, you know, you got to try to plan your outfit in advance. At least I do. So I had this outfit in mind. I was like, oh, I can wear that outfit. But then the spirit of lack hit me and was like, maybe you should save that outfit for the future and wear something less cute because you may need that outfit. That's crazy. Like I'm literally saving an outfit and like thinking, okay, I'm going to need it in the future because of the spirit of lack. Being anchored in lack. So I had to say, no, I'm going to wear the outfit because... I'm not allowing lack to continue to anchor me. I'm not doing it. Another example. In the past, I would self-sabotage a lot of dating situations with men who I really wanted and really liked because I didn't feel like they would like me because I had been rejected so much um, growing up and bullied and just it weighed on my self-esteem and my self-worth. I'm good now. Like self-worth is on swole, but I still have those reminders. So I, I see myself sometimes still fighting that like, oh, he wouldn't go for me because X, Y, and Z. And I have to like stop myself. Like as soon as I think that, because that's anchored in the past disappointment. So we have to really take inventory over like what's anchoring you. Are you being anchored in fear? Does every time you want to take a leap and do the uncomfortable thing, Instead of doing the uncomfortable thing, you do, do the safe thing, even though the safe thing isn't you living up to your fullest potential. It's just you being able to have control in that scenario because you know if you do the uncomfortable, unsafe thing, quote unquote, then you're going to have to have faith, <laughs> like strong faith, because you out here leaping it and it's going to make you uncomfortable and scared. But being safe is just keeping you where you are. And that a lot, that's a lot in your career. That could be in your family. That could be in your finances. Like... Sometimes you just got to leap, even in your love life. Sometimes you just got to leap and that could mean, you know, going to, uh, on a solo date to a bar by yourself or picking up new hobbies and doing meetups or going outside and doing what you enjoy by yourself. Like, are you leaping? Are you leaping people? So that, that's what I want to end with, um, because the other stuff, <laughs> more so just stuff that annoyed me but this is something I really think will help you guys like take inventory really sit down and ask yourself like have my actions been leading to the best version of myself to the best life that I can have or have my actions been protecting me from perceived or perceived rejection just because I got disappointed in the past or the fear in the past or rejected in the past like is something negative anchoring me to the life that I have now when I know I want a different life in the future? I think that'll be a great journal entry for you guys this week because I'm, I'm telling you it freed me. So now I'm doing small things to help me 
take more leaps because I realized like because I went through such a hard time like from 2018 until now I have been so anchored in fear that I don't leap as much as I used to so now I'm like nope we're not doing lack no more we're walking in abundance we're 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 leaping we're leaping now we are leaping honey we are leaping okay so to your week of leaping to your week of leap <laughs> Um, you guys have a great rest of your week. Until next time, bye.